It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The officiating of Super Rugby has been in the spotlight to start the Super Rugby season with question marks over how many red cards is necessary to protect the players. This morning we have reports leaking out that Caleb Clark has been handed a three-week ban for his jumping clash on the weekend gone by. Bryce Lawrence is the referee's boss at New Zealand Rugby, and he's been good enough to join us this morning. Good morning, Bryce. G'day, mate. How are you going? Going very, very well. Uh, Bryce, we appreciate you coming on the show, and we love it how you front every single week, so thank you for that. Um, Caleb Clark's situation, I know it's been at the forefront of everyone's minds. Um, I had a great text message on the text machine, and I I want you to decipher this one. Change the Caleb Clark scenario slightly and he goes up and he catches the ball but his knee still hits the winger's head. Does Moana Pacifica guy uh, and the Moana Pacifica guy takes him out in the air. Obviously Caleb's got the ball. Does that change the situation and, and what would be the, the, the right decision if that unfolded? Yeah, that's a great question, Mark. Um, <laughs> I think it does change it quite a bit from a referee point of view. Um Mm. It's exactly the same if Caleb had actually charged that ball down. Um, mm. You'd say that he did, you know, that his actions were absolutely um, fine. So it just shows that it's a fine line, isn't it? I mean, mm. we know Caleb, a good player. You know, he's not trying to hurt anyone. Um, powerful yeah. guy gets really high in the air, um, doesn't charge the ball down and then collides. Versus, as you say, jumps up and does charge it down and then collides, mm. or does even catch it, which. He's more than capable of doing. We've seen how he chases kickoffs and that. So I just think it's a fine line, mate, and the referee just goes back to trying to make the best decision they can on the day around is there head contact, yes or no? Is there foul play, yes or no? And that's the one that everyone's debating. Um, mm. You know, is there any... What's the severity of the collision or the, or the contact? And is there anything I need to mitigate? And and I don't know the outcome of the Caleb incident. I tried to find out before jumping on with you guys, but... um. I haven't been notified of that, so you're hearing that yep. there is a, an outcome, but <laughs> I haven't heard anything. Sorry, mate. Yeah, no, no, we're just hearing uh, little leaks from our little insider there at New Zealand Rugby. We won't, we won't name and shame him, but um, <laughs> no, 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 we got no one. It was only Richie. <laughs> it was only Richie. He's uh, he's tweeted something. Hey, just 
What is, is this going to change the <laughs> Sorry, Bryce is having a week. But it is three after. weeks. Is but it, is, it, is, it, it does sound like it's three weeks, it Bryce. Three weeks. That's what Ollie Ritchie's got the scoop. Mm. I don't know why this stuff isn't publicly available straight away, but Ollie's got his uh, spies in there. Yeah, well, I, um, I've only seen the same tweet as what you guys have, and um, I jumped on the phone mm. first thing this morning trying to sort of like, you know, get a bit of background knowing I was coming on the call with you guys. But, um, mm. yeah, it'll be interesting because, I mean, obviously um, the Blues, you know, will we'll, we'll consider that outcome and then consider their um, next steps. But um, I just, you know, foul play's been around a long time and everybody says, oh, it's mm. easy to see this and it's easy to see that. But they are the most difficult decisions that a referee has to make live. And, you know, let's take this to a club situation on Saturday. With no TV mm. and no no TMO, that that difficult decisions yeah. live on the spot. So, um, you never used to get that high, that Izzy, did you? When you jump, <laughs> I was actually about to just lead into that, Bryce. I've actually been yellow carded for the same situation. I did not get that high. You're right on the money. I couldn't even jump over someone, let alone near him in the in the temple, mate. Like, what what are the what? what is this going to take, if this situation unfolds again, it probably is likely going to happen, uh, the players, are they going to be told now to not jump and stay on the ground and, and turn and, and hold your ground? Or or what's the solution here? You know, like we can't control I've, everything I've, happens yeah. so quick, but, you know, like how do we, so we don't have the situation unfold again? Yeah, I've only seen this type of incident twice. There was an Irish flanker couple of years ago in South Africa who went to charge the ball down and landed on Pat Lambie, the first five for South Africa. Yeah. Uh, he got red carded um, because it was decided that, you know, he went, he came in, he didn't didn't affect the, the action he was trying to do. Um, mm. I don't know, mate, every time there's a collision in the air, you know, even from those box kicks, um, mm. there can be some pretty horrific landings. I mean, it all goes back to player safety, but... As we know, and you know better than me, mate, in a contact sport made by bloody good athletes, there's very small margins between something mm. going perfectly and something going slightly wrong. And I don't know if we can com- can change that as long as everybody commits to the player safety message, which, in my view, coaches and players in New Zealand totally get that, and they work hard yep. to be good at it. Um, it's, it's just there's small margins, and sometimes it goes wrong. Hey, Bryce, really refreshing, mate, having a, a referee on here talking so candidly about the role of a, of a I guess, a coordinator and, and how hard it is for a referee to, to referee not just club games but when you've got the spotlight of the television on you as well, make those decisions. I guess a lot of it has been left up to interpretation, but my question is, like, are you part of the, the forecasting for the future um, collision decision-makings when rules start to be put in place? Are we... Are we really, um, and this is, I think, in the overball sport game, not just rugby union, seeing the end of the collision? And are we in five to ten years' time um, watching a game where we're back to tackling around the ankles like Michael Speechley did for Cronulla as opposed to um, taking you know, serious um, hits up above the, the chest line and, and anything above that, no matter what it is, whether you're jumping in the air or, or hitting shoulders on... Uh, anything above your shoulders, uh, you're basically going to be sent off. Is that the forecast in the future? Well, it's, I, I don't know the exact answer, but it's not what I'm hearing. I mean, everybody is definitely very aware of the player safety issue, and I think we all get that. Mm. 
But in the modern game, if you tackled everyone around the bootlaces, they'd just offload the ball in every tackle, and you'd probably never be able to get the ball back to be able to actually try and attack against them. So, I mean, it's, there's been trials around um, tackling below the nipple line, tackling below the waistline at junior levels in different countries. So, I mean, people are experimenting, but it would definitely change the modern game at the elite level, that's for sure, because they're just so good at the offload and it's such a great part of the game that sometimes the only way you can defend that is to try and tackle ball and all. And But but doesn't that fix the game, the Bryce? Margin. Like, for me, doesn't that fix the game? Like, in rugby league, if we went back to, to tackling, you know, uh, below the waist and rewarded that tackler and stopped the wrestle, because I think the wrestle ruins rugby league, doesn't that mm. doesn't that actually fix the problem? Doesn't doesn't that need a courageous decision to be made around taking that a, a, another step further and not just about well if you tackle below the legs you're going to get the offloads. Well, that actually is good for the supporter who, who's watching the game because the game then starts to open up. But if you do tackle the, below the below the uh, waist and the guy hits the ground and he's got to get the play the ball, don't you reward the tackle and make a rule to make sure that they are allowed to get up and you're not allowed to play the ball before they get to the front marker, for instance. So you've got to express it a little bit more as opposed to just thinking, oh, well, what's going to happen directly from that tackle? Because it looks after both things, doesn't it? It takes away that collision, concussion issue that is at the forefront of your decision-making currently. It's all about the brain. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, the way you're describing it. I mean, I think league league and rugby are quite different because you can get tackled in rugby and then just pop the ball to someone. And, and in league, my understanding is you actually have to get up and play it. So I, I get what you're saying, and all I can say is that New Zealand is normally in the forefront of any any experiments or any trials or think very seriously about being involved in the trials and trying to be the leading or one of the leading countries around the game and safety. So if that is something that needs to be trialled in the future and that's what players and coaches are telling us, I'm sure New Zealand rugby would, would really want to be part of those discussions because ultimately... We want the game to be safe for people to play, enjoyable for people to play, but also a great spectacle for people to watch. And that's the balancing act that everybody in rugby all around the world is trying to get right at the moment. Hey, Bryce, just a quick question about the laws and interpretations. Do you feel like at the moment there are just too many and the referees are kind of losing their instinctual and common sense uh, uh, ability to ref a game? Do you feel like there's just too much going on and too many things that, that the refs are trying to referee at the moment? I don't know if there's any more laws as either than, what the, than what there's always been. There's just a lot more people talking about them and a lot more media mm. scrutiny of them. I mean, you go out and referee a club game um, and you've got exactly the same laws, but no one's actually watching replays or or there's just a more basic understanding that the referee's doing their absolute best and good on him or she for being there and bloody, you know, helping everybody enjoy the game. And then you go to the elite mm. level where you've got guys or girls, once again, absolutely doing their best and a bloody difficult game to actually referee, you know, well. You can never do it perfectly either. But there's just people talking about them and reviewing them and slowing them down and watching it from the reverse angle and that. So... It is what it is, really, when it gets to that elite level. I don't think the laws are the problem. It's just the game is actually played at a very high speed, and some of the things like yeah. the breakdown are very complex. But I've always thought the best referees are the ones who can simplify things and just referee 
the clear and obvious and actually have their own mm. style that they don't chase, chase perfection, but they just chase a consistent key decisions in certain areas. And really, you know, like you'd know as a top player, all the players want to do is know what the parameters are and then let us play. Nah, beautiful, beautiful. Quickly, before we let you go, just um, we had a meeting at the start of the year. Speed of play was on the forefront of the referees' minds. Are you happy with the speed of play and the ball and play at the moment with Super Rugby? I think we're getting some pretty good ball at the breakdown and some pretty good attack at times. I still think mm. we can um, speed up some of the set phases a little bit, so we're trying to get the scrums to be formed a bit quicker and... Um, you can mm. see referees encouraging that. You can see referees encouraging, <coughs> excuse me, that if a player needs to go to the sideline to be treated, then go to the sideline and we, we want to carry on. I just think at times still the line-out's taking a bit long. Um, mm. But look, people are conscious of it. I just think it's um, going to take a little bit of time. I'm, I don't personally like line-outs going into huddles and then having a 20-minute, 20 20-second 20 chat and then walk in. Um, I don't think that's good for the game. We're trying, but it's just an ongoing um, ongoing collaboration between the ref and the players and the coaches, really. Everyone's conscious that the game needs to be kept moving. And I think we're mm. on the right track, but I think we can always do better. Yeah, we can always do better. We appreciate your time on the show, Bryce Lawrence. Appreciate it, mate. Thank you so much for your honest review and uh, just good knowledge of the way the game's been refereed at the moment. Thank you so much, mate, and uh, take care, and we'll get you on very, very shortly. Cheers, mate. Have a good day. Yes, Bryce Lawrence. He's honest. Very, mate, that was, ref- honest. That was didn't really... shy away from the hard question. That was mm. really refreshing, you know, to have someone yeah. from a referee's angle. I wanted to ask him the question, like, what was the one thing that he would change in the game like, that he can't get across the, the table? Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see if he has the liberty to be able to completely open up. But he did a pretty good job about being as honest as he could. 0800-150-811, that's the number. The phone lines are open at about 20 to 9 this morning. We've left a slot here for you because this is your game. Rugby's our game as a country. And you've heard Bryce Lawrence there be open and honest. Were you happy with what he had to say there? Do you understand where he's at with wanting to preserve the game as well as protect the players? And do you think the game's fast enough? All of those questions, all of your thoughts, give us a call 0800-150-811. In about 15 minutes' time, I want to hear from you. We want you to talk to Kempi and Izzy and get stuck. And I've made a couple of notes here about observations we heard out there of Bryce and I'm curious to get the boys' opinions of them. So if you want to join that conversation, I would encourage you to do so. All right, we're going to pace for purpose and chat to Paulie Moati of the TAB in a second. It's 22 minutes away from, uh, past 8 o'clock, I should say. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Baz getting a big win with Kolkata Night Riders this morning. Here with Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.